Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 This is episode 31 of the Break 80 Podcast. Back in the saddle as my voice continues to recover. Apologize for any auditory disasters in the past. We're on the mend. We're getting back. Excited to be here. Joined by Mike and Tim tonight. How is everybody? Well, Good. Doing well. We're hoping that this is our last night uh, as an employed person. I'm just hoping to go straight into retirement <laughs> tomorrow. That's the, that's the goal. Waking up a billionaire. Your thoughts? I don't even like, we'll talk about this at the end, maybe. I, man, I would be so nervous if that was the way I would put it in a Ziploc bag and then I would like <laughs> put it into something like hard case and just put it in my pocket and not sleep. I would be up all night just waiting for that lottery place to open in the morning. Well, you can't tell anyone you have it. Yeah, you no. can't even tell, can't tell your fiance, can't tell your loved ones. Yeah. You can tell the podcast, but yeah, we did yeah. go buy a bunch of tickets together. So, uh, damn, might be roped in there to split that money. But how, how does that happen? Uh, well, it, they, does a murder conspire or, uh, yeah, or I, would, I would be the one be getting, getting murdered more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, can, what can a, you imagine going to work knowing that you won the Powerball and you're just kind of holding? I mean, what you're going to work? Are you insane? No, there's no well, fucking way. I, there's no fucking way I'd go to work. I would call them and say, "You kids, teach yourself today. I'm out of here." You're, you're I'm, not I'm going to incognito. You guys are the one that's saying nobody else needs to know. I would call to work and say, uh, "I quit." And I would go. <laughs> then I would go find a private jet and go straight to Pine Valley and say, "You better let me on, boys, because like I got all the money I need." <laughs> well, let's save that for the end. We'll talk about what we're going to do for, yeah. for if we won the Powerball. Um, so, well, I got to ask the question: Is is the golf season in Minnesota um, as we know it over? Mm. There's tomorrow. Yeah, there is tomorrow. Election, election day looks like it's 50 in the morning. It's going to rain, though. Like the next, all the warm days coming up, they're like, well, warm enough. Like 40s are all rainy for like the next four days. You know, and, and part of it, too, it's like it's it gets to the point where it's not like real golf anymore. You got to like bounce your ball into the, you know, hit it well short of the green so it bounces up to the hard. You know, the, the, the turf gets so dang hard. And then you got like seven layers on. You know, you're, it just doesn't feel like real golf. It's fun to swing the club. Plus, here in Minnesota, our gin is officially shut down. Our season is over. You can no longer enter scores. So that might be the official season over. But never know. I know a few courses out there love to get a couple extra bucks if they can if they can swing it. I was going to say, I think, is Logger still open through tomorrow? And uh, are we all showing there. up like it's a Christmas story? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't mind if, if it's... 40 38 and there's no wind you can handle that and get out there that's the kicker the wind is the kicker but it's the perfect time of year to like we've been playing for like the last few weeks vintage clubs only don't you just want to feel alive you want to feel you want to feel alive when you when you blade that old 1980 iron and your whole body shakes (laughs) (laughs) nothing like hitting a drive 190 yards (laughs) yeah yeah 
It's, well, it's, we have we have for surely determined it's the it's the golf ball more than it is the mm-hmm. clubs. The old ball doesn't go anywhere. Well, if you hit a if you hit a club square, it's gonna go somewhere. But that's 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 the problem. Can you hit the club square? Oof. That three iron that I have in that set is so small. When you set a ball down in the middle of the face, the ball is wider than the than the, <laughs> the golf club. It's intimidating. <laughs> oh, wouldn't be good. Well, let's start with a assuming that for the most part we're probably as a group, you know, maybe a few rounds here and there, lucky rounds, but the season's pretty much over. Let's start with a little recap of our season, um, highlighting some things and and some highlights and lowlights. Um, so let's go through and kind of go around round table, round robin kind of style here with our, let's start with our best round of the season. Anybody want to get us started? Mm. Are we talking lowest score or most I would fun? say, uh, you know, I, I'll go whatever, whatever you thought was your best round of the year. Mm. Oh, Mine's going to sting. This is going to be great. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, well, my lowest score was at Duck Creek, which is my home course. Finally broke broke seventy, shot a sixty nine there. To be fair, it's fifty seven hundred from the tips. <laughs> uh, it was a long golf course out there. I really, really had to hit a long ball, um, but finally got it done. Uh, so it it was a good feeling to go back with a better swing, with a better perspective on golf than my high school career was, and finally kind of tackled the beast. And I've got the quotations up on beast. Cause it's not, um, two best rounds of the year. Uh, I think the less climactic one was probably Southern pines where I had 28 putts over 18 holes, uh, shot a 75 from the back and just had an absolute blast on what are very undulated Donald Ross greens. The most important one I think was, the Stone Ridge match between myself and Jeff when I shot a 73. <laughs> you know, just daggers, throwing daggers in right away. Uh, and I, it's just, it, we all know that could be a tough course. The The greens were icy that day. Um, I was hitting fairways and greens, and I know Jeff was just shaking in his boots behind me, just watching those scores unfold. I was waiting for the blow-up that never happened. Oh, there was, there was and that game was rock solid. One of the best this year. Uh, I'm glad I could make your best moments. Hold on, you're not gonna you're not gonna add the uh, the match at the quarry. The match at no, the quarry. I mean, every let's save that. Against... That's that's in my that's in one of my recaps. Okay, okay. We're, yeah, every uh, every Jeff W. <laughs> it was just at a big golf course. I mean, those courses just they felt like they mattered. There was something going on at them. Wait, Northland didn't then, matter. And then all the losses to Jeff were like, North, oh, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, Northland didn't matter. Northland's not a big golf course? No, Northland's fine. We weren't in the okay. – I mean, okay. you got me by a stroke, and I, I went triple-double. Well, uh, finish strong. We'll save the uh, quarry round for your thing then, Jeff, because it was kind of like the flu – it was like the Jordan flu game for Tim with his tendonitis, <laughs> and he couldn't even drive the cart. It was. Well, Mike, what was your best round? Uh, oh, God, I don't even know score-wise. Um, would you not say Lasseur in a tournament? Yeah, Lasseur I shot uh, seventy, but that was that one leaves a bad taste in my mouth because that was the that was the Lasseur pro am, and they have a it's a big field of like they do like a separate amateur uh, low am. You know, there's like eighty some teams. There's probably every team's got four amateurs on it, 
And I bogeyed two of the last four to shoot 70 and I tied for first. And then of course there was three guys at 70. And of course the, the last hole that I bogeyed was the number one tiebreaker. So I got fucking third. Um, yeah. Played well there. Uh, played really well at my, my favorite moment might be at the worst course I played. Um, Tim and I, Tim and I were in a match at Shamrock. Which I think <laughs> that I would have had a low score there. It was match play. I had a bunch of birdies and no bogeys. I don't think maybe one. Um, and we're in a t- tight match. Two guys are playing well. It's a tight match. And we're like three holes to go. And Tim hits it to the wrong fucking green. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're in a match play. He, he hits his ball. I think his tee shot, I don't know, was in play. It, it was right. Yeah, I just, I There's I two greens right. that are kind of close by each other. And he's lined right up, he's other. lined up way to the right. And I'm thinking, where are you fucking hitting it? But that's how he always aims. He aims like 10 miles right. <laughs> then he hits it up right up next to the green. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? That's not even the right green. And we have like three holes left in an all square match. <laughs> <laughs> can't take Tim anywhere, can you? I'm, I'm good under pressure. But yeah, I don't know. We'll save we'll save whistling straights for a worst round, maybe. But uh, well, you know, I think just best overall time golfing. Uh, and and just an awesome golf course with Landman, so fun. The golf. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I I I kind of look at this just as your best round. I mean, I I have I have a 72 at Albion Ridges, but I'll say like, I can't think of. I'm trying to think of like a round where it was a tougher course than I played, you know, even if you shoot like a 74 or 75, but you know, a tougher, a tougher course. I can't even think of one. This was not my year of low, low rounds. I could not find another gear, just a lot of mid high seventies, some low eighties. I, uh, I I don't know. I was exactly the same. My handicap was, was going the opposite of, of low. It was going back. Yeah. I want to know at what point in time you, you enjoyed Landman. Was it pre or post <laughs> club throw off of the cart path? That, uh, that might be in one of his worst moments. Yeah. yeah. I take a lot of pride and in, in, in having a good mentality on the golf course, just having a good time, being out there to meet people and hang out and play good golf. But every, I told Jeff this at Wild Mars the other day, it's like every couple of years, there's one incident where I have just had enough and it, <laughs> and it just has nothing to do with the golf course because the golf course is fucking awesome, but just bad shots after bad shots, just getting pissed. <laughs> I think you were looking me in the eyes, realizing, Oh, he's going to win this thing. He's going to win this outright. I think what probably happened at some point, you probably talked a little too much shit after I blew up. <laughs> and then I, and then the, the inevitable happened, right? Birdied three of the last four and you got beat again. <laughs> <laughs> No, did you guys did 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 he get beat or was it a tie? No, uh, no. Score wise, it was tie. Match play, I beat him. Oh, okay. oh, it was a tie. We oh. both shot. We both broke eighty. We both shot seventy nine. Yeah. That's my major. I'm the I'm the I'm the break eighty major champion. You won the break well. eighty major. <laughs> well, let's talk about worst round. That might be easier to think of. I mean, like worst round. I'm just I just went through and looked at my worst round, and it and like, it does not surprise me. I shot it in like 32 degree weather at Madden's at the classic shot a smooth 93. Oof. That was, I mean, it was, <laughs> was the last thing I wanted to do. I want the last thing I want to do is swing a golf club. That's space heater round, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that space heater round? Do you even have heater. the, you had and the cheating apparatus. Well, there's uh, rain too that day. I'm going to tell you right now, if I was running your guys' tournament that you go to early in the year with your buddies, 
Yeah. After playing, I hadn't been to the classic in a long time. This, this year was the first time in a long time. There's no way I would want to go play there when it's freezing cold and you're just laying up no. all the time off the tee. It's just narrow and tight. No, that's brutal. So I'd move it to Missouri. I just go <laughs> south. So what about you guys? 93 for me. Uh, well, it, after after tying Mike on the second round of our major championship. Oh, that's right. I, I could have really been I could have really been in this thing. <laughs> I had I had, a little I, cu- a I had a little cushion going into round two. <laughs> I shot a, a smooth ninety-four at uh arguably one of my home courses <laughs> as I played it five times. I believe um, going into that round, uh your oh, exact we, we had never been there. Any Tim had been the only one there in our group at this golf course and is his exact description of the golf course is wide open. You can hit it anywhere, piece of cake. <laughs> normally it was uh i guess they grew up the grass uh, particularly high and everywhere i hit that day because i must have lost i must have lost seven golf balls on a course that has no trees that was a tough scene Uh, my worst uh my worst round was my first round of the year that was my only round over eight over 79 this year was whistling straights God, was it hard? It was, I think I shot like 80, 86, I think. And it was just like, I know I've said it in the podcast before. You got to that one hole and it was, and the caddy goes, well, just hit it between those two gorse bushes there in the fairway. And I'm like, that's like a 10 yard wide strip of fairway and a 30 mile an hour crosswind. Are you insane? And then every time you'd miss the fairway, where'd that, where'd that go? Well, probably in a bunker, just a random bunkers everywhere. And it was windy as fuck. And it was just, God, it was hard. It was so hard. You, Mike, you and I also struggled at Olympic Hills. You and I had yes. stuff. I don't I, know what we I, shot. Uh, I shot like 86, I think. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. I might have been over 80 on that one, too. I put I pulled it together and made a few birdies there, I think, at some point. I have to go, I have to go back and look, but I don't. That was I struggled, tough, I struggled tough in our thing. white I struggled in our white bear match. Oh. But that was, but that was match play. The one club? I didn't, I didn't. No, not the one club. When when Jeff and I went and played Pete and Nick, I was all over the place. But that was like match play, so I didn't like really keep, didn't keep a score for that one. Um, yeah, Olympic, I might have been up over eighty two, close. On, I uh, pulled it together, maybe shot seventy nine or eighty. On best of Jeff, how are we not talking about Lasseur? Right, I was, the I was thinking one? through my my best holes, and if anything, oh. really really our, notable our, happened to me and i couldn't think of a single thing well the next, you can't Tim, you're, 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 you're you're jumping in the next one the next thing is the most memorable moment look at that transition exactly that. you transition <laughs> well the next one is your most memorable moment so i'll just finish it off yes it was my albatross at lasseur got my squad squad going um jordan and i took you guys down too so it's nice little icing on the cake uh, it's, i mean it's hard to beat uh something like five or four uh, birdies on the front and uh, an albatross. It's uh, yeah. We had Eagle in there too. Oh yeah. yeah tough My mistake. Our squad out there. It was a tough one. Yeah. So were you guys most memorable? <clears throat> and oh. uh, so at uh, two, two different shots of tobacco, one for the best, one for the worst, um, both on different par fives, but I believe number 11 is a, a par five where if you try to, to drive and carry this, uh, it's gotta be 30 feet deep bunker, waste bunker area. Uh, you can really get close to the green. I did not drive it. I was down in that waste bunker, but when driver nine iron, um, hit the back slope, almost went in for an albatross, not quite. 
uh, and then ended up missing this five foot super breaky putt for Eagle. But one of the best. Uh, tried to cut the corner on a different par five there, the famous asphalt hole, uh, where they've got all of the kind of the machine works in the back and ended up just in this crevice with one foot all the way out, one foot straight, hitting this punch shot that inevitably got out of the crevice, but hit a tree. Um, came almost rolling all the way back and luckily just stayed out of the hole I was in. Uh, but two very memorable, one bad, one one good shot from uh, from Tobacco Road. Hmm. I, don't know if, I don't know if I have a lot of... Well, what about your, your match at Shad? Um, what was it? Would you say was that uh, Shad? At Shamrock? Shamrock, Shamrock, yeah. That was just a lot. That was just a lot of birdies. But Shamrock is the second moment. You you finished it with a birdie to win the to match. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. A good yeah. Moment. That's a good moment. That's a good. One. I had to, I had a deuce on uh, an eagle at uh, the quarry there on that on the on the signature hole. Oh, that's right. That for our Ryder Cup, and then I had an eagle at Mirabel. Oh uh, yeah. In our match there, I had a bunch of eagles this year, but no, no albatross, no hole in one, uh, nothing, no spectacular. You know what I think my most memorable round was, Tim? For whatever reason, I mean, we played some good golf courses, Landman, Whistling, uh, Mirabel. We played a bunch of good golf courses this year, White Bear, Northland. For some reason, Mountain Shadows, par three. Was like the most fun. The vibe was just sick. We had the four seater cars so just, cru- just cruising around. It was awesome. Maybe that's what we should. That's going to be added to our next conversation point after this. But uh, they should get rid of the the double cart. It would slow things down. But the four person cart with with the speaker system. That's sweet. It was so good. Actually, Tim, I just remembered this one when I chipped in at the gravel pit to beat Pat on an extra. Oh course. yeah. Extra from like holes, the most right? unexpected was... place that you think you could ever chip in from. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. That was sick. One Plus of my most smoked. one of my most memorable <laughs> moments. My one of my funnest moments this year was actually at Stone Ridge watching Jeff watch the app or whatever and just following Tim's round. <laughs> I'm like, this has to be you wrong. Playing your match. <laughs> I could not believe that Tim is not messing up yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could live up to that expectation at uh, at White Bear or uh, at Northland because I had the same round going at Northland Bear for a long time and yeah. had two blow up holes. Yeah, never out of it. Well, what about least memorable moments? Moments. Oof. I mean, I got my. I have to. You guys kind of brought it up already. My one of my. I've got two here. With an, one with an honorable mention. My least memorable moment is losing to Tim at the Ryder <laughs> Cup, especially the whole 17 swing just haunts me. One of the worst swings I've ever had. You it went gotta... so far right in the woods. I can't even – hole 17, for those that don't know, it's like a – it was like – I think it was playing like dang 210. Yeah, it was in the wind. It was playing. It was playing. So I don't know if I just tried to get extra. I don't know what happened, but it went so – I hooked it so fast into the woods, it maybe went 70 yards in the air. I we had a, everyone looking for that ball too. We had we could have literally rented dogs. We were looking yeah. so hard for that. I needed I needed to find it. I uh, I was a big big fan of just self talking that on that round because <laughs> that that one par five where we both hit into the shit left and then dropped oh. and then you hit and then you hit it way over the green into the crap too. <laughs> I'm just it's yeah it, it's frustrating because like we talked about it's like the easiest par five on the course and the both times I played it I went in the shit off the tee. 
that was easily my worst uh memory just i had like could not control the driver anywhere at the quarry just hitting balls out out of out of bounds gone <laughs> you threw a hat out. and a club that was that was unlike you <laughs> i was getting a little pissy there i just can't i i Again, I don't. I can easily live with one bad shot here and there, but when you had just like every time you're hitting, you're hitting driver with zero confidence, you're just flaring it all over the place. It's just so frustrating. We had a down group that day because my my elbow had flared up. I couldn't even swing fully. Yeah. Probably for the best. Just think about think about this, Jeff. Not to not to shit on you around anymore, but <laughs> but Tim. Uh, Tim was so banged up and injured. We're talking huge injury. He couldn't even drive the cart. He requested at one point that I drive because his <laughs> elbow was so bad. He couldn't You're turn left. Me. He couldn't turn the cart. <laughs> I'm wondering if it was just a whole act. Like just, That's an athlete. Oh, no. Me, no I'm, or me. I'm just, like Tiger. I'm fighting through it. I think that was the worst thing that could happen to me. Just contained his swing. He couldn't. He couldn't. I, re- <laughs> I remember in the cart on that one par five. Because for those of you listening, Tim and I were on the same like overall team. And this is the final singles. This is the uh, what do we what did we call our big comeback there? Uh, rally at was the ridge, the, <laughs> rally, yeah, rally at the ridge, ridge or, or something like that. Um, but um, uh, I remember telling Tim the whole time, I said, "Tim, just take the sod off, finish it, hit it and play." Jeff's talking to himself. I just kept saying, "Jeff, <laughs> just talking to himself." <laughs> yeah, you got me. Once that happens, it's over. And that's kind of my honorable mention is. Lasonia for that reason. I just feel like I was so excited to play there. I did not have my A, my B, or my C game, and it was just like getting excited to play a place, and you just don't have any sort of game. Just a really tough scene. So my honorable mention was just being totally lost at Lasonia, not having any clue where my ball's going. Hard to have, you know, we talked about it. It's hard to have any sort of fun when you can't even, you know, you do hit a good shot, you three-putt when you you know, get off the tee, uh, hook one in the bunker. You know, it's just never golf super hard, no matter how you do it. So that was my honorable mention, other than losing Tim. What about you guys? Uh, I think my most forgotten moments probably um, at the Straits, the Irish course, just because we'd already been beaten up by the wind at the Straits course. I didn't shoot particularly well there. I did shoot better at the Irish course, but you you hug it's almost a volcano, Mike, is what I would call it. That that giant mound of dirt there for about four or five or six holes. Yeah. So everything kind of just resembles part of the straights course. Everything runs around this mound. So you kind of get lost where you are in translation to the, the lake and on the course. Um, and it was a great course. I mean, it's a top 100 public, fantastic holes, but it gets so forgotten after you play uh, the straights course that, it just, I couldn't even tell you what happened the last five holes. And it's such a disservice to A, the money that we paid and uh, B, the, the cold we had to endure. But uh, yeah. C, also it's ranking in, in my top 100 and the fact it should be on my wall. The, so. um, the back nine is really good. The part, that, the part that's like connected to the straights course like you're talking about is really good. Yeah. No, it was. It was. And it, right around that mound of dirt that sat up like a volcano, the whole designs were good. I just can't place them in my mind at all. Like nothing specific about those holes comes to mind for me, uh, except you got stuck in another bunker where you're like on a knee. Yeah. Fucking God. Stupid. <laughs> just stupid. Stupid stuff. Um, my worst shots or moments, man. Oh, there's lots of bad shots. I don't even know where to start. Um, 
Well, I in, in the one club event at White Bear, I had a just a seven iron and I was in perfect spot to hit a full seven, like the only full seven of the day that wasn't off the tee. And I yanked it into the shit and trolled bogey and lost by a shot. That was shitty. Um, oh, God, I know my worst shot. It's so clear. I got a few really bad ones, really bad swings. I just in one of the last rounds hit a seven iron out of bounds on a par three at Cloquet. That was like 40, <laughs> 40 yards left of the green. Um, For the thoughts. listeners, Mike was Mike was two or three under at this point. God, you might have you might have come back to center by then, but what a meltdown! Were, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, the top the top two iron at Whistling had to be right up there, just right off the box into a little pot bunker. Then I'm hitting it off my knees sideways into another bunker. Oh my god. The best was you commenting, why do they put bunkers there? No one's going to hit into these bunkers. And <laughs> then you end up directly in one of the bunkers that you're like, no one would ever go God, there. Pete dies an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bad shots. Uh, I don't know. A lot of bad putts. God, the Chaska round where I hit it so good. And just so hit it so good. It just yeah. didn't even scare the hole on most putts. Yeah, that was, that was a hell of a ball striking round. That was a good ball striking round. It's like Tim and I. That's our new. That's our new thing. We're gonna bring back the Ben Hogan putt should only count as half a stroke. Oh please, yes, <laughs> God. Uh, mine should ring a bell. Southern Hills, number eighteen. <laughs> um, and this group, this group had our number this year. But Matt, uh, Mike and I played in the Twin Cities Golf Match Play event, and. Uh, we got beat first first round out, and uh, I I had hit one dead center down eighteen, and had all of a seven iron left into the par five, and proceed to dead hook one had to be fifty yards offline. Oh yeah, into the fescue. Oh, it was way gone. Um, we like to have, we like to have a growth mindset here in the Break Eighty podcast, and we're and we're thinking that Tim is learning a lot about himself under pressure. I, I keep telling him, just play the big hook because, you know, you're going to hit the pull hook. It's the AOC ball. <laughs> it's so far left. It is dead left in socialism. Wow. Good times. Well, let's, let's, uh, we got a couple more here. Best trip. Mm. You guys took a couple trips, um, you know, you Chicago, you Arizona. I got to see the trip to land, man, just because, you know, I'd never played it. Um, you know, even pl- playing at Dakota and Grand Falls is a good time, but uh, that'd be mine. I, I think the real goat is my driving. Uh, oh my just god! Just consistently not dead. Everyone just is always not dead. How how I'm still alive is beyond <laughs> like like not even not even crashing. More so, just having a heart attack as we're as we're driving 110 down the highways of Chicago. <laughs> you got to prove we're hard. We're in the hood, yeah. all right. Yeah, I don't know. You got to like prove something. I kind of liked the thing with all of our trips is, is, is it's such a whirlwind of just golf, 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 golf. Uh, I think for me, let's see what we do. We did whistling. We did Chicago. We did Landman. We did Arizona. We did up. We did the quarry and wilderness. That was fun. The the Ryder cup thing was fun. fun. I think we should, we got to try to expand that next year to like 24 guys if we can or something. Um, I think the Arizona trip was pretty fun just because it was different. We, we were cruising around all over the place playing private play, clubs and it's freaking downpouring. And we're in the, we're in the like men's, the men's lounge area with the restaurant and we did mountain shadows and the weird pizza place with the organ. And 
Tim, I'd say my favorite Tim booked part the wrong was, uh, freaking vehicle. Oh, that's yeah, that's classic. That's uh, that's normal. Hey, at least I didn't have to book the hotel. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, with that one, I just remember waking up every morning. It was a toss up between who woke up first, yourself, myself, or Zach, and everyone congregating by the fence line to watch people play Los Angeles number one and oh, sweet. us criticizing the tee shots yeah, and the I outfits. Could, I could drink coffee and sit in the pool every, every day of the week if it was right next to a golf course. Ah, oh, and just prime. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine for uh, probably the, the second or third year in a row. Well, it's a toss up. It's either Bend, Oregon, where the golf was beautiful. The bars were cheap. The food was good. Um, but we got snowed out, which created a good storyline. Or uh, Zach and I went to Myrtle Beach again and we kind of fucked around, got a, a Fiat 500 manual that did not fit in in the uh, country of, of North Carolina, South Carolina. And drove into Tobacco Road and and Southern Pines on a day trip, and I I've been gassed on a lot of drives, but that might have been way up there for leaving at three thirty in the morning and getting back past past midnight or at one o'clock. Um, but God, was that worth it for those courses? All right. Well, our final one is you know best new course that you'd not played, or you know. I guess that'd probably be the best way to go without land. Let's let's take Landman out of it. Besides Landman, what would be your best new course that you had not played going into the season? Anybody? Uh, well, Whistling Whistling Straits is the for the rankings, anyways. If you're looking oh, at look at this coming around. Well, no, it was miserably bat hard, but it was. I mean, it's it visually striking golf course. Like just visually, you're looking at the lake all the time, and um. Trying to think, you know, Landman was obviously awesome. Um, and North, I like Northland. hadn't been Northland before. That's I got Northland written down. Northland, Northland was great. Was so, yeah. so. so a couple, a couple come to mind for for myself, kind of in three different categories. But Tobacco Road for kind of the the upper tier, upper echelon course, just because it's in the same way that Landman was out of this world, weird and wonky. Um, Tobacco Road's just a amusement park of golf. Uh, and then number number two is kind of a, a muni that I thought was just exceptional was Saddleback in Iowa City. Just so much fun to play, wide open, fun green complexes. And then the last one is uh, Mountain Shadows for the par three. Oh, yeah. Just not, the vibe, the, the, the kind of the Palm Springs 1960s vibe with the the uh, architecture out there and the um, mid-century modern furniture and the music going on all the tees and the four-person cart and the they crazy greens. Their, their drinks back to the 1970s prices, though, because I'm pretty sure those three transfusions oh, yeah. I bought was about $60. <laughs> what they really what they really need out there is just, uh, instead of doing the golf carts, just have uh, have little stands out there every every couple holes along with the golf cart. That place was fun. I saw that I saw on Instagram that they're back to doing their Arizona Skins League out there for the winter time now. Might have to get back out. Yeah. Well, before we turn it over to Mike, he's gonna kind of lead us in into some other topics here. I, I want to share with you guys, and maybe you saw this or not. I had some individual goals that I wrote down before the season started. And I want to quickly revisit here in a few minutes. What was I able to accomplish them or not? So I had one individual goal and I posted this on Instagram probably back in like January or something like that 
break 70. I did not, so that's a no. I had another goal of playing in two MGA events. I did do that. I played in the four ball. Did not play that great. And played in 35 on our wins in 98-degree weather on the um, State Am qualifier. Did not qualify. I had a goal of 160-plus birdies and eagles, and I made 148. Jeez, you track, all, track all wow. that stuff? Wow. Yeah, track that. Did not make it. Now, I will say there, there could be some that I did not not track because it was like a you know, match play. You know, something that I didn't really keep in score. So I, I could have got there, but from what I saw, no. And then my other goal was 100 less doubles or worse. Had 106. Hey, you're close. This is you had, this 100, is you had 106 double bogeys. They're worse. worse. I mean, I played a lot of rounds. Holy crap! It doesn't so, sound so bad to me. That sounds. Well, think about it. My wonderful. 93 start off on that. I bet I had sick. You know, that 93 round right off the bat in the spring, probably had five or six or seven. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, just horrible. Like that's less than one double like? bogey around. That's yeah, that's phenomenal. You so, played over 100 rounds this year. Oh, uh, I played over 100 rounds. I'm sure I did. You guys are maniacs. Um, I had a goal of beating the 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 Forest Lake boys at White Bear Hot Club. Fuck. We did not. We did not. Do that. <laughs> oh, I'll say we got him back year. at Northland. Next year. Yes, next yeah, year. Gotta, be on my list again. We got him at Northland. Get him on a neutral court and we're okay. Yeah, exactly. This one, I love this goal. It was three shanks or less all year during a round. And I can't remember hitting one single, like, shank, shank. You know, I had a couple where I pushed it left, but not like hazel rocket. So I, I don't know what happened. Like this year was great in terms of shanks. Didn't get them. I would, uh, <laughs> I would argue that that t-shirt on 17 at the quarry, <laughs> it didn't hazel and go left because you're a lefty, but I, I don't know how you did it, but it went pretty much straight right. <laughs> well, I consider that just a hooded pull. I don't know what you call that. It's the opposite of a shank, whatever that is. Um, and then just a couple more here. Forty percent fairways and reg. I did. I did get that. I was at forty-four percent. Um, average ten greener regs or more. I averaged nine point six, so I did not get there. Um, my last individual goal is find a swing thought that lasted for a month. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I'll say is, I feel like I had similar swing thoughts all year, but I just can't look back and say that it was super effective. Like I just never could like find that next gear i felt like i was you know i would i would hit some okay shots and I'd, I'd have some flashes but i wasn't like oh this is just work and i'm just gonna keep riding it riding it so i don't know I, I could say that one's kind of iffy but uh and then the last thing here before we we transition i i had a couple break 80 goals and you guys may or may not have seen these but one was to um to meet with with new people and and play and i thought that you know that was accomplished, especially with our Ryder Cup that we had. Met a lot of cool people, didn't didn't have met before, played with them. And that actually goes with my next one is host another event. I guess I, I, we could kind of call that that, I would think, in a way. But not maybe a big event. You know, it, it was kind of more of a, a low-key, threw it together last second. So I'm hoping to maybe, you know, do some sort of event next year. Um, one was another round of merch that didn't go down. A um, couple of reasons for that I, I guess we won't get into, but hopefully in the future. Um, one of them actually was from bringing some new partners. And I could say that, you know, doing this with you guys and, and uh, doing this venture together, I guess that would be a success. So thanks for jumping on. And then um, just growing relationships with partners, not necessarily individually, but it could be businesses. It could be, you know, anything, golf courses, 
you know, you look back on the year, you think of our time at 3M, you think of, you know, some of these um, things that we've been able to do and play and go and, and see, and I would say that was definitely a success. So that's kind of the rundown of the, of the season. Uh, you guys got anything that you want to throw out there before we transition? Um, well, for one, the Ryder Cup, I would I think next year we should try to get it to 24 guys or, or gals, whatever, and have two teams at 12. That'd be fine. I don't see why we, we we probably can. Although I would I would say I was talking to Tim and Sean at at Mulligan's the other day about this. I think we should uh the quarry's great and the lodging is great and everything right there. But I think we would people maybe have a little bit more fun if the golf course was a little more forgiving. You know, the quarry's pretty narrow. You had a lot of lost balls and a lot, you know, you're looking for balls all the time. Uh, if you could find somewhere else, you know, to play where you can spray it a little bit, might be a better setup for um, some sort of match. So my goals, uh, God, breaking par had, had always been up there and I had the opportunity to do so in 2021 at Shamrock, uh, arguably one of Mike's favorite courses here in the Metro. Uh, it's concrete, um, concrete highways and fairways, <laughs> which I guess could be going away. So if, um, if you haven't played it, got to get out there before, uh, before it gets turned into uh, a housing development. Um, but my continued search and, uh, attempt to play all the top 100 publics went very, very well this year with, I think around 11 played through the uh, totality of the year. And I'm kind of jumping the gun on Landman being one of them here in, in about a year's time when the rankings come back out, uh, but was very successful in putting together trips that allowed me to play at least two, um, maybe, maybe three or four at any one point in time on that top 100 list. So was, was very successful in doing that and excited to tell the podcast that going down to the stream song, Tampa, Orlando area here in December, uh, likely the 25th through the 30th to play stream song and, and possibly because we're all neurotic about golf and don't know how to budget our money or be responsible uh, Bay Hill. So nice. Look for content uh, coming there for the pod. I want to see your tee shot on the 17th. What is uh, over the bunker? What's the green fee at Bay Hill looking like? So right now uh, the spa facing room, is two ninety five for the night, double queen. Means there's two open spots. How the boys roll. Uh, Perfect. And then the the tea time is or the tea cost is two twenty five. Not not atrocious for a for a for a known golf course. Is this is this December like around Christmas time? This is. I'm gonna likely leave uh, on Christmas Day. You're kidding me. I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna be down there, Timmy. How far are you? I'm, I'm in Orlando. How far away are you? Bay Hills, Bay Hills Orlando. Bay Hills, Orlando. Ooh, We're in Tampa. Maybe. Come to Stream Song. Abandon your family. It's only oh, the how holidays. How far away is that? Well, they're going to uh, go to – here's the thing. They're going to be going to Disney World, and I can only do one day. I'm going to do I'm gonna do one because, I I mean, we go from 7 to 10, you know, just all day. So I only do – I'm bringing my golf clubs. That's what I was, I was texting you that I – going to be down in Orlando with nothing to do, but hopefully play some golf. 
Maybe, yeah, we're gonna so, have, maybe we're going to have to have break 80 pod and then I'm going to have to come down too. Oh, to <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. I was going to totally abuse our position because this was the other, the other accomplishment that I had listed as completely abusing the break 80 name and getting on to, to golf courses and getting the red carpet rolled out. So uh, the attempt will be to include Gasparilla in this, uh, which is technically a, a, a semi-private, but usually private course south of tampa it's going to be a bit of a drive for you jeff but arguably one of the best logos in golf i don't know if i can swing that i think i'll have a cart we're driving down you can definitely swing bay hill um so that would be that'd be my recommendation i think we'll probably do that on the 27th okay you're driving down to florida when you only have like a few days of well we drive down we're leaving before christmas do you want me to drive down for you? Because we'll get there fast. No. So we have a part. Part of it is also being able to have. You know, you think about the flight prices, and then on top of that, renting a car. Yeah. You know, you think of all that. We have flexibility too. I mean, we can leave at on like the twenty third. See, they are. And we have free place to stay. So my, so my father in law has, um, two houses there. They live in one, and then one's wide open. Oh, nice. So we have no. Why, stay. Are, we just, why are we just learning about this? Well, my family is coming with him, so <laughs> actually, uh, they don't have to be there when we come back, you know. If you're talking about budgeting things, you might either either going to have to if you're going to try to play stream song, you're going to have to really adjust the budget or sell a shitload of plasma. You might not have any plasma left <laughs> in your body. That one, that one, I think I might skip skip out on that one. Maybe that maybe one's like a five hundred dollar green fee. Yeah, I think the Bay Hill one. What are what other fluids are sellable? You know. What more? What more oh, fluids could well, we sell? We can come up with some good ones, probably. I got some. <laughs> I got some jewels, boys. So, uh, Bay Hill, yeah, two twenty-five is not bad. I suppose you have to stay there, stay on property, probably. Yeah, yeah, I, it, you do. Um, it's I, otherwise I it's a private course now. Yeah, oh, you it's probably required. But again, like a hobbies, a hobbies likely going to benefit from myself and Zach doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, where we're going to try to see if we can put four people on at stream song for one of the days based on our one, our one room purchase. So. Mm. Mm. Oh, hobby's going down too. Yeah. So hobby. Yeah. Hobby mm. is going down to Ocala. So our, uh, one of the other days, our goal is to play golden Ocala with him. Mm. I may have to look into this, into this. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Hello. Uh, do you do a six sum? Cause now it's overloaded. Everyone's here. <laughs> where, where you should play Jeff in Orlando. Uh, yeah. I heard it's good as winter park nine holer. Okay. I've heard it's, I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, we're looking at that play. as well. A lot of people play there. It's like that that and goat uh, that and goat hill out in out in California, like the two kind of big nine hole golf courses. Now that get a lot. Well, Sweet and Skull obviously too, but okay. Yeah, no no lane ups. All about the Winter Park Nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, as far as me goals, I have none. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I didn't have any goals coming into the live. year. I, his golf was just to his goals to live. I barely. I usually remember to post my scores on Jen. I don't keep track of any stats. Um, you did. Just, you did go twenty-eight zero and two. Yeah, did kick your ass all year long in match play. <laughs> uh, I should have talked about Pathago as my worst moments. What a miserable! Just <laughs> the whole golf course is just under construction. Although it was it was sweet making multiple like eagling every par five because they were all playing uh, like two hundred yards. <laughs> but uh, 
<laughs> they didn't change the scorecards. They just moved the tee boxes around because they were reconstructing it all. Uh, maybe next year, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, we'll set some big some big uh, stat keeping goals and whatever. But yeah, usually I just you know swing hard and hope it hits the face. I guess I, I go play golf. I did start lifting weights though. I've been three times this week. Well, so, speaking yeah. of that, let's talk about off season. What's your, okay? That kind of transitions right into it, Mike. What do you do in this off season? Well, I gotta lose a bunch of weight. I'm fat as hell. Um, <laughs> not, it's it's just like God. I watch some of these. You know, we, we take all these videos, and I don't even post that half. I'm like, God, look at this. It's Mike so wants fat. to go from Mike wants to go from KH Lee to Bruce Lee. I know. I know. Can you still so see it when fat. you pee? I'm like, Can you no see it when you pee? No wonder I can't rip it anymore. I'm like, geez, look at this body. It's just terrible. It's just fat as hell. So it's, it's one of those things where I think it's like, you know, the whole you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good is an actual thing. Like if you're if I if I'm in better shape, I'll walk around a little bit, a little more swagger to me. And I think, I'm hoping, like this year, um, you know, the handicap system's bullshit. So I shot, I shot enough scores, you know, around even par, some under par where I, it actually went back. I think I'm back to scratch. now. I went from in the last month, I went from plus 1.5 back to zero, but so many rounds, like just up in the upper seventies. And I just want to be more consistently lower. And I think part of it's getting in better shape. Probably. I don't know. Cause I just can't, I keep playing for I keep playing for like a little draw off the tee, like I used to hit, and I never do anymore. So it's like, what am I doing right now? Um, yes. But yeah, so I uh, I've been there, I've been there like three times. I'll go again tomorrow. I've been going almost every day. Got to lose some weight. That's my winter goal. Oh. That night, and actually maybe do some simulator work and actually hit golf balls over the winter. Yeah, Tim. Well, uh, it's winter. Uh, there's no there's no outdoor golf anymore. So. No more smoking. We're, we're giving that up. I heard it's easy. Uh, so, so bear with, bear with me on that one, but no more of that. Uh, and then, uh, we're going to outdrive Mike. That's, uh, <laughs> you, did, you did just hear me say that I'm going to get back into shape and hit it far. Yeah, but, but the only, the only photos I've seen of you at the gym are you with that massaging water uh, massager. The hydro massage. It's the greatest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, you're just going to the gym. You're getting your donut from from Planet Fatness, and you're hitting the water massager. Yeah. And I've got complete faith that uh, that my workout will will pull me pull me farther ahead than your massaging jets. He's gonna be trying not to smoke, and and gonna outdrive me. He's gonna show up. He's gonna. I'm gonna like, be angsty. I'm gonna be. Gonna, I'm gonna be. He's fired gonna have up. nicotine patches all over his neck and stuff. It's gonna be like he's got <laughs> he's got tats. He's covered up tats, trying to get his fix of nicotine, trying to keep up. Uh, yeah, the hydro massager is great. I wish I would do. I should do it before and after the workout. It's awesome. See, I I hit the tanning bed afterwards, just so I'm I'm ready for my my Florida trip and all the sun. Just go without a tanning. Just go. It, just to just to stay happy. Depression of the winter. <laughs> well, I'm gonna focus on like kind of what you guys are saying, more of the health, exercise, eating, flexibility, rather than hitting a billion balls this off season. I'm just, I already feel like I know the golf swing better. Like I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Like I understand it better. So I'm not so worried about swinging the club. I want to play in the simulator a couple of times, you know, probably a month, but 
the biggest thing is spending my time not hitting balls, but doing some exercising, doing something, you know, where I get actual production out of. I don't think, knowing how he played golf this year, that hitting 1,000 balls, 10,000 balls, a million balls is really going to get me much. So I'm going to focus more on that, the eating, the exercising, flexibility, that sort of thing this offseason, just see if, if what that gets me. I also want to work on, um, you know, possibly, you know, looking into hosting an event or doing some sort of event or helping an event or something like that too. So some off-season goals for me. Is the uh, podcast signing up for yoga? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Mm. Dude, if it gets me a little bit more flexible and gets that gets that you know that swing in that speed slot, then let's do it. If if anyone's going to love core power yoga, it's going to be Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can it melt? Can it melt my core? If it melts my core, I'm all about it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I may as a as an off season goal. Like this might be the winter that I take my putting green thing out of the box. It's still in the box for the last couple of years, two years in the box. I might actually pull it out. I have one of those ones that uh, the perfect putting one, you know, that rolls it back to you like Dustin Johnson has. It has never left the box. So this could be the time. We'll see. <laughs> Till I'm I glad my. My goal isn't to output you. It's just to outdrive you. So put away. <laughs> I don't know. I got no I got nothing else for goals. Um well, how about this one? We'll we'll change the topic a little bit. The golf magazine top hundred fresh freshly out. There are a couple of big movers, a couple of shockers. And we have Tim here who has played Pell Beach. This is not the public. This is the real list. This is the real golf course list. Sorry, Tim. Um, you know, this list doesn't have uh, like 55 Tom Fazios and Pete Dyes on it. It's got some Faz on it, though. It There's does. But Pebble Beach dropped out of the top 10 for the Good. first time maybe ever. It's it, where, where it belongs. Overrated golf course. It's got, what, five good holes, six good, really good holes. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that. Maybe seven, seven or eight. Uh, but they haven't done much to it. It kind of has stagnated. And to, to be honest, the, the holes away from the ocean are not, they're not fantastic. I mean, you could, you, you could play them blindfolded for how many times I think we've likely all played the Tiger Woods video game or, or any other golf video game. But when you get off of those ocean holes, they're just kind of benign. Um, could really use some restoration work back to how they were what in the early 1930s with kind of the, the restorations we've seen with the roughed up bunkers, the the more rustic bunker look, I think would be a, a really fun return to some of the original Pebble beach that could kind of boost it back up in the rankings. They should make seven like it used to be just, just sand all around it. Like it was way back in the day. Oh, yeah, that did look really good. Yeah. So here's the top 10 of the uh, golf. This is Golf Magazine. Pine Valley 1, Cypress Point 2, Shinnecock 3, National Golf Links 4, Oakmont 5. The same as that. That didn't change. But uh, Sand Hills is 6 ahead of Augusta National. Augusta National 7. We have... Uh, we may or may not, if any of our Nebraska listeners are, are listening, have a, a maybe a connection in Sand Hills. That would be spectacular. Um, Marion is eight. 
Fisher's Island is nine. Los Angeles Country Club into the top 10 with the U.S. Open coming next year. Looks awesome. Um, what else we got on here for some risers? I don't know why. Oakland Hills is up to, up to 19, up 16 spots. I think they redid a bunch of it. Um, is that whose clubhouse burned down? Yeah. Is, yep. that, is that a sympathy move? I don't know. The big set, yeah, a... 16 spots up because the clubhouse burnt down. Well played. Yeah. Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. Let's move, move. It was oh, uh, things, things are I burning think... next year. They're like, oh, yeah, we just did a sob story and we're, we're getting boosted. Watch Pebble go up in flames this offseason. Yeah. <laughs> did you oh. hear this break 80 pod? Yeah, we got to light this thing on fire. All the classic tracks are going to start lighting the clubhouses on fire. Shamrock is just going to be just, just lit right up, just trying to get in that <laughs> top 100. Um, what else we got on the list that's intriguing? There's a few Come things. Here for all your arsony tips, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whistling dropped out of the top 50. It's 54. Whistling straights. It was 49. Um, another Again, Nebraska, fans, fans oh, of the podcast. Nebraska, there, by the time that um, there's enough Raiders at Landman, I got to think Landman will get into this top 100. At some point, it has to. It was It was too good. I mean, if, um, you know, like, I don't know. There's a few at the bottom. I've never played Paul Meadow, but I mean, I've played Sand Valley. Landman is right up there with that, and that's in the top 100. Um, but there's a bunch in Nebraska. Cap Rock Ranch, new one. That's Nebraska. That's on here. Nebraska's kind of becoming like the uh, the new Wisconsin. That's the mm-hmm. shitload of good golf. I told you we're going to have to figure out a way to live in just dirtbag cash only motels and and do this trip yeah your favorite yeah your favorite <laughs> shitty motel i think uh baltus went up 28 spots the lower course they must that must have been a renovation too getting ready for ma- more majors um, I, I was gonna say the, I, the biggest one to me was dcc yeah it's in the top 100 95 my hometown, Davenport Country Club, and they haven't been up there in ages. They've had a number 16 there is this wild par four with this split upper and lower tiered fairway. And um, it's been a top 100 hole in the nation for years, but the course itself didn't get much recognition. And it's it's good to see it up there. There's uh, one Minnesota course. Whiteberry Yacht Club is number 71, up five spots. Um, depending on lists, like we, you know, interlocking is sometimes on some different ones in Spring Hill, but Wiper's on there. One thing I find really intriguing is I don't think they're losing steam, but the Bandon golf courses are all dropping on here. You got, well, I guess Pacific Dunes went up too. That's the highest ranked one at 17, Pack Dunes. But then you got, um, where are the other ones here? Bandon Trails went down two to forty. Bandon Dunes went down two to forty-six. Old McDonald went down eleven to number seventy-seven, and the Sheep Ranch went down seventeen to number ninety-seven. So most of the Bandon ones are kind of sliding the other way. I don't know if there's just been some new ones built. You know, I think what's happening is a lot of these old classic tracks are reno- getting renovations and getting really good again. I was going to say old Mac makes some sense just when you have a bunch of actual rainers come back up um, or McDonald's come back up that uh, templated one 
based off of their work kind of falls a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, there's some interesting ones. Like Harbor Town to me is fascinating. That's at 63. Yeah, did they do anything? I don't think I, so. I can't think of a single news article where they did anything recently. Like when I think of golf golf courses that I would love to go play, I mean, obviously I like to play Harbor Town, but I don't, I just don't, I can't in my mind picture Harbor Town being better than like, it's ahead. Uh, it's one behind Essex Country Club, which looks fantastic. And it's, it's, it's ahead of like Pikewood National, Catansit, Bel Air, Gozer Ranch, um, and in some other ones. I just can't picture it being better than those. There's got to be a like a history factor because it, it's a Pete Dye, Alice Dye, Nicholas course collaboration that's hosted a tournament for years, one of the longest running tournaments at a single site. Um, it, there's got to be some of that that goes into course rating. Here's your stream song. Red must be the number one course there, huh? Red and blue. Red and blue Red. are on the, the top 100s. Yeah. 86 um, and 92. And then the black falls into the top 100 public. So getting three off the list there and with Bay Hill four. So it's going to be a, a strong finish to the year. The biggest, the biggest dropper on the entire list was Gamble Sands down 21 spots you know my my only issue with that place it looks gorgeous uh it is so far in the middle of nowhere so brewster brewster washington is a a fishing town of all of 1200 people uh so there's nothing out there but maybe two three bars and the golf course and fishing cottages for folks i i would imagine that some of the remoteness plays into the fall of of that as it's it's kind of the only course out there it's outside of fishing the only thing to do yeah well looking at this list let's you know let's talk about money here if uh it went tomorrow when i quit my job and win the powerball or some of you are listening to this if i'm still working it's because the shit didn't go well um i was gonna get elected for congress tomorrow oh yeah yeah what a big day could be election day could win the powerball you know, whatever Our podcast drops or I could just go to work and be miserable. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this list though, I'm thinking, you know, you just, if you win the one roughly 1 billion, if it's, if you're the lone winner, you know, after taxes and everything are taken out, do you just get a private jet? You just start, just put the list right up on, on the table and say, okay, where are we going today, boys? Just hop in the plane. I think we'll hit, I think we'll head over to Pine Valley and then we'll go play Shinnecock and national golf links. Or there is a guy, it's been done. Somebody played Cypress and Pine Valley the same day, opposite sides of the country with the airplane. I was going to say, that is, uh, that's a commonly talked about 36. It's, uh, it's been done. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's a, we met a gentleman in uh, uh, Paynes Valley that has done that. Crazy. If you want to, huh, go ahead. Well, we could start, we could start planning your trip out to Europe. Pretty much after that, I think. Yeah. yeah well, we got to. I'm still. Mike's you know, buying. We still. Well, for sure, I'd buy. I'll buy the whole group. If I want a, if I want a fucking billion dollars tomorrow, you, you boys, we would. You're gonna first of all, you're gonna need a liver transplant after these trips are done because we would never be driving ever again. We'd just be flying places <laughs> and, and having drivers drive us around. Um, but uh, yeah, the the Scotland trip, I'm still looking at. We still got to get that put, pulled together if we're gonna do it. I've heard back from golf courses. We just got to figure out what we want to do there. Um, 
What would you do if you want to, if you golf wise, we're talking golf specifics, you win the Powerball tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, whatever, what do you do? Uh, God, remember that, remember that Island where, where Epstein died from choking himself on a, a sheet made of paper. Um, that wasn't an Island. That was a prison cell, Tim. Well, the cameras turned off. It could have been anywhere. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the Island that he owned, uh, it looked pretty sand duny. Had a great building on the front. Uh, I'd probably buy a private island and bring in Tom Doak and and do something creative. Um, you know, a, a sovereign state of golf where out of bounds doesn't exist. Oh, nice! And putts are only worth half a stroke. Yeah, the perfect, the perfect we're, setup. We're of all time. The game. We are growing the game on my island. Putts are half a stroke. There's no in course out of bounds. Um, Tim's going to blow, blow his entire billion just trying to petition Liv to change some rules so that Liv can use <laughs> half-stroke putts. Half-stroke no, no. putts, no out of bounds. This course yeah. is going to be good enough that Liv is going to request to come visit me. Uh, my island will have oil deposits off another, of it, 100%. Another shitty Trump course. Huh? You're buying another shitty Trump course for Liv to play on? Oh, yeah. 45 can come play if he wants. <laughs> I, might, I might have to start my own league with my money. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See who we can get. Maybe we'll get can like buy, Smiley can buy 10 players. I'll start getting yeah. Smiley Kaufman, Tommy Two Gloves. <laughs> we'll get the band fra- back if together. Gonna, if, if we're going to fracture pro golf, that's a really fucking fracture. Just <laughs> oh all kinds God. of leagues. <laughs> that is the real, that's the real break 80 league right there, Jeff. Will they yeah. break 80? <laughs> we'll, we'll start with John Daly and go from there. <laughs> so. yeah, that would be, that would be, think about this. This would be, this would be the best TV if it was called the Break 80 League, but we only played. <laughs> we we had pros, but we only played difficult golf courses when it's windy as fuck. So you cannot. We're, we're everything is based on the weather. We're finding we the windiest times of year where it's the hardest imaginable conditions. Just uh, bring back the Hooters tour too while you're at it. You've got all this money. What a legendary tour, and a great way to get John Daly back into into somewhere competitive. Oh, good times. I wonder, I wonder if you, if, you know, Augusta national members, most of them are like people of influence. I wonder if somebody just won a billion dollars and the Powerball could get in. They're like, what if, what have you done? Are you like a hedge fund guy? Nah, shit. I just won the Powerball. I'm a teacher. Like, I'm done teaching. I'm a I'm complete retired. scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired. I just want to be a member at Augusta. Can you get me a green jacket? Oh my God. That'd be just sweet. Yellow one in. See what they say. Just me and Condoleezza Rice just golfing, having a few drinks. Members at Augusta National. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Could be a new whole new day tomorrow, fellas. We might, we might, we might have. I might have a new club driver or two if I get if I win the Powerball tomorrow. New driver, maybe a new putter. Couple. Right. So it's Here's not the only problem. Power. You're still gonna have the same body. <laughs> oh God, no! If you're rich, if you're rich, you shouldn't be fat. Holy cow! Have you ever seen these? I would have chefs. Every, I would never have to oh. eat anything shitty again in my life. I would have chefs prepare really healthy, tasty food, not healthy, tasteless bullshit that when you're a peasant, you have to, you have to, <laughs> you have to eat. Oh God, here we go. Oatmeal for breakfast again today. Oh, how about rice, chicken, and broccoli? Great. But, but ritual can have chefs make that stuff taste good. So the diet's going well, I hear. Oh, uh, I don't know. I really haven't started dieting too much as lifting weights, but need to diet too. You're already complaining about the food you might have to eat. Yeah. It's just tasteless. We got a lot of hot sauce. Thankfully hot sauce isn't bad for you. 
Nope. Yep. Delicious. So not only is it uh, Powerball Day tomorrow or this week, it's also Election Day. And uh, my political campaign would have a lot of hard stances about a lot of things, uh, mostly to better the country. Really turn it around. Uh, but it would have a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so rough right now. <laughs> it, it would have a couple specific stances on on golf courses and land management. And I wanted to get your your perspectives. If you were elected um, under under a totalitarian regime like the COVID policies and you could pass any bill regarding golf courses that would go through, what would it be? Well, I know what yours is. You can go ahead first. Oh, yeah, I'll start. Ah, talk about a waste of land. <laughs> <laughs> the national park system, because of the height of COVID and everyone traveling to them, started to require tickets at some of the, the most popular destinations, including one of my favorites, Zion National Park. So not only is there a wait line and ticketing and, and limited accessibility to these places, um there's nothing there i it i mean there's no concession stand there's there's no you know vendor of any kind there's brochures available and maybe a bus system and our tax dollars go to them so my first bill wouldn't wouldn't be towards any social cause but it would be to open up a small plot of land a reasonable plot of land in every one of the national parks that would provide a public golf course space to uh, to make the most insane top 40, I think there's 43, 44 national parks, uh, the most insane 43 golf courses the world has ever seen. Um, just hitting bang shots off Yosemite's half dome. Just Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine Foz with, yeah. uh, with Old Faithful as his water hazard, as his aerator. <laughs> Guys, that's, uh, that's the aerator. You can go the hit self, there. You the can go hit there. aerator to end all aerators. That's the aerator, and then the sulfur uh, springs are the are like the bunkers that just melt you if you go in them. Yeah. But you know, I think that's the perfect analogy for a Foz golf course because, just like Old Faithful, you, you get there, you do it, and then you're and then you leave saying, "Why the hell did I do this? That's super overrated." Um, <laughs> <laughs> as Old Faithful is the most overrated. I've been to it Aslan National Parks. And that is like the most overrated of all of them. You sit there for like ever just to see a little bit of water come out. I mean, the funniest thing too, you could you could definitely pick your architect based on on which national park it is. Like John Fott did Sand Hollow. So he's getting Zion. Like he's getting Zion. And Foz is uh, definitely getting old faithful. Uh Yosemite already has a golf course. Wawana, nine holer. It's in the park. They've got that. And then there's there's a private club there too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, That's maybe super private. Yosemite's great. That yeah. is one national park I've not been to. Yeah, that's a good one. It's probably the granddaddy of all of them. That's a really good so. one. Yeah, Glacier's good too. Like I, I, I find like Yellow, I find Yellowstone to be kind of overrated. Okay, I do what too because it's the, the the land there, it's flatter, it's not okay. I mean Glacier's awesome. Glacier's the, really one of the Sun Road is just phenomenal it is what if you had to hit a, a stinger through arches though like one of the tee shots you just have to hit good. a little bullet that'd be good um yeah i don't know you could do you could do a crazy golf course up on glacier it's so far up there but that, I like this Josh, platform. joshua tree would be fun i like this platform tim's gonna have america will be the highest taxed country on earth just to uh 
Oh no, no, no. Uh, we're, Just to we're pay for all gonna, the golf courses. We're going to lower taxes because I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a $500 round at any of these <laughs> places. That's what, that's what the, he's going to run on. I'm here for the everyday man. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, for all the Mr. Mr. Public golf course himself is charging $500 around. Well, it's public still. I, I mean, got to make it available to some people. We're going to hire the, uh, we're going to hire whoever's in charge of Sawgrass and Century World and all the other overpriced golf courses to run this, to run this thing, to get all the pricing right. Exactly. Free concessions. Uh, but okay. and then all the trail passes are free. There's no more ticketing. There's no more cost to any of the national parks. It's been paid for by golf. I think uh, my election day promise, if I was running for office, would be really simple. You know, never again, people. And I'd get up there and I'd do like, I'd do like the I'd do like the Bill Clinton with the pen in the hand or Ross Perot ever did that one. You know, with the fist pumping. Never again should you feel ashamed. On the first tee, if you get there a little bit late, you don't get a warm up because breakfast balls are officially a requirement now. It's it's just, it's part of the game. Never again should you feel bad about not warming up, you know, hitting a bad tee shot off the first because you get a second one always, no matter what. No matter what, what if your first day. one's better? What if your first one ends up being better? And then you, whatever, take the first one. Who gives a fuck? Okay, we're here. We're here. That's it. that would just be my. That was just my campaign. I'd have bumper stickers ever just say, "Who gives a fuck?" Twenty twenty four. Breakfast balls. <laughs> Breakfast balls 2024. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Jeff, you have a campaign motto. Ah, uh, no, you guys stole, stole mine. No, I, I got nothing. Yeah, I, I, I was going to hope that we didn't have to play out of divots. That was after Mike bitching about me moving two balls out of divots this year. Yeah, I just want you to know that I stuck to the rules of golf when we played all the matches. <laughs> you know, Maybe like a national golf day where he doesn't have to work. Oh, that yeah. sounds horrible. You know how full the T-shirt? It shrinks the game. It's yeah. a T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about, speaking of rules, did we talk about your egregious drop at Cloquet yet? I don't know if we did. On the yeah, podcast. you didn't mention that. But uh, yeah, Tim, Tim did. I did allow Tim to move multiple balls out of divots this year in matches. <laughs> We're, even though I, even though loose. I hit right out of those divots, I went right out of them. Didn't care. We'd live real loose under my presidency. No one would. No one would care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wait till we get to. Wait till we get. Wait till we get into the doldrums of winter and we we start talking about our uh, small business Saturdays here on, our, on some of our road trips. <laughs> yes, that's coming up. Support local. Yeah. Um, pack fruit snacks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I got, we, what, what are we going to do this winter? We're going to have to get lots of guests. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got, uh, we've got the, the abutting opportunities with a, a couple different golf sims, yep. uh, coming up. So, um, one, uh, one good colleague here at, uh, 24 golf, which is going to be out in Egan. Um, we've discussed with him putting together some sort of, of event or multiple events, uh, but will likely be one of the performance centrals of the Twin Cities with uh, one of the only putt views in the uh, the area. So Mike will no longer be list, uh, missing his putts on the low side, hopefully. God, can you only imagine next year I'm just ripping putts in left and right, just making everything. It was, it was very demoralizing watching Jeff make just a bunch of 10-footers throughout the year. <laughs> Um, there, the problem is there for par bogey. 
<laughs> the part the part still matters though <laughs> well i'll tell you one thing um you thought mike couldn't putt with with a regular putter you should see him putt with the bullseye <laughs> oh i oh saw it God. i said you just blasted him by like 30 feet by if oh if i would have putted halfway decent Jeff would have had a real dogfight in his hands when I with me with the with the old clubs and the balotics. I came out I came out on fire after Jeff hit his first ball into the trees. I I was one up through one. Yeah. Then we had then we had a little struggle with the putter. I, I hit a lot of greens in regulation, just three jacked everything. Yeah. I was gonna say you're talking like me now. Just talking early, just chirping early. Yeah, I did Eagle 18 the finish though. That was great. <laughs> yeah. But so there Outside of the sim golf stuff, is there? I mean, obviously, I guess we're putting together a, a seven or eight sum down and and stream song. It sounds like now with Jeff <laughs> coming. I'll, and... I'll, I'll have to look at the uh, <laughs> <schedule> <laughs> here. Abandon, abandon your families. Come, come play golf. I'll look uh, at the schedule. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. It's something I was stuck on, but yeah, I don't know. We can get next. We can get next one. So next, next one, couple weeks. We'll find, we'll find some talk about. Well, boys, uh, good luck on the pursuit of of our fitness. There. I mean, that's for just basically doing nothing. It'd be it'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I, tap in, tap in next week to see how angry I am after after giving up habits. I think we should make a friendly wager. We could do it in the spring. And we can go to the driving range. Maybe we can get Joe to get his track man out and we can see if you can actually, we'll each hit 10 balls and we'll see if who hits the farthest one. Oh yeah. I just need one. Yeah. Of course. That's all I need too is one to beat your one. No, no, no. Or, it's, or it's, all it's, 10, whatever. It's, it's be, my one against your lowest. I'll one, film so it. Don't miss. That'd be good content. I'll film it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of content, I wonder when the hell are the four play guys going to have their video out for when we caddied? We're going to be YouTube guys at some I, point. I'm kind of worried oh. that the PGA tour put it kind of said not being able to post it maybe i don't know what? why would they do that you know who let you know who lets people post things the live tour which uh had a great last event um no nobody watched it oh god you, you should have watched it it was amazing watching uh what the crushers get up a bunch of a bunch of strokes and then watching chase kepka just double two or three holes out of the next six to completely railroad their entire team. Well, I think you're what you just said, lost all credibility for live. The fact that chase Kepka is in their field of 48. Uh, yeah, but he, that he, says he enough can... about live. Here's the other thing that talk, says about shitload about live. One of their top 10 players this year was Peter Uline for sure. He was one of their top 10 players. He was good. Peter Uline has for like a decade tried to get on the PGA tour regularly. He can't do it. He's not good enough to be on the PGA tour. He's played all over the world. His dad's the CEO of a Kushnet, which owns Titleist. Uh, he won the US Am. You know, she's a good player, but he's like a top 10 guy in live and he can't even make a PGA tour regular tour card. He's just bad at the last 18 holes. That's all. <laughs> he's, he's perfect until then, but they are going to get what seven possible A-list players. Supposedly. So we'll find out, but we'll maybe have a topic for next week or two weeks from now. All right, boys. Well, good luck. Sleep, sleep with some dreams. Hopefully we win the Powerball. Later.
maybe today's the day I brigade Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys, I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 Break 80 Break 80 Break 80